You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. And speaking of golf, as I was with um, producer Matt over the, uh, the break, um, I told you we were going to have uh, Scott Michaud uh, with us in this segment, and uh, Scott is with us. Good morning, Scott. Thanks for coming on bright and early. Thanks, right. Good morning. Uh, how are things in um, Georgia? Today? Actually, right at the moment, pretty nice. Uh, the weather's been good uh, since the hurricane came through the other day as a tropical storm, and Blew everything around. I'm, I'm sure they've cleaned it all up at Augusta National by now, uh, but it's been in the 70s and delightful. What? And not that I believe these things at all, but what kind of long-range forecast have you seen? It looks positive uh, for that week. Like you said, it's long-range, so a lot of things can change between now and then. But it looks like mostly around 70 to 72 degrees. Uh, I think one day, either Friday or Saturday, looks like it'll be sort of in the mid-60s uh, temperature-wise as a high. But it's going to be cool in the mornings uh, every day when they are out there that week. So, you know, it's 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 not going to be your typical April weather. <laughs> no, we've, we've been much hotter than that many times uh, at Augusta. Um, so, big news from Augusta National this week. I, I thought it was. Um, you know, we have uh, this tournament being tradition-rich. They do things at Augusta National a certain way. They don't care what other tournaments do or how other tournaments are conducted. They do things Augusta National's way. So <laughs> how much of a shocker to you was it when you heard that uh, they were going to bring college game day onto the hallowed grounds at Augusta National? You know, it, it actually wasn't that much of a shock. I'd heard it sort of rumored uh, ever since they announced that November date. Uh, there was a teaser on Twitter with a, a football helmet that had a Masters logo on it, and it was just something I immediately wanted to purchase. It looked so cool. Uh but uh, it, it was something that got, you know, got everyone thinking. Wouldn't it be cool if they did something like that to sort of acknowledge that it's football season and they're playing the Masters tournament? And once you realize that they weren't going to have fans on the property, uh, that they were likely not going to have a par three tournament, which they, or contest, which they've already announced uh, also this week. It, it, it made sense that, you know, it would be possible to do something like that. 
to help out a broadcast partner, ESPN, which lost out on its uh, its broadcast of the Par 3 contest. So uh, it's something that they can do, not be in the way. ESPN has already got its uh, uh, own facility on and compound on site, so they'll have plenty of people there. They're just going to set up a little studio on the Par 3 course uh, with uh, the pond and the ninth green as a backdrop. And, uh, and and have a little football show. And it's interesting that, you know, because of the, the time of year that it's going to be contested and because of what else is going on in the world at that time of year, I, I'm sure there was plenty of give and take behind the scenes about how football and the Masters were going to uh, coexist um especially well both days um you know CBS has the SEC games and their big game that night is Alabama and LSU although I'm not really sure how much of a big game that's going to be this year so they made sure they were going to be done with play early enough to to go right you know to go smoothly into that broadcast and then the same thing Sunday um, they got it done early, so CBS could do its schedule of four o'clock games. Um, that must have been an interesting set of discussions, I'll bet. I, I'm, it might not have been as difficult as, as you would think, simply because the daylight hours in Augusta in November are so much shorter than they are in April. We were losing daylight savings time uh, this week. So sunset's going to be around 5.30, I think. Uh, that would be about as late as they could possibly play uh, any given day anyway. So they were going to have to try to squeeze it in uh, a little bit sooner. And, and so they've chosen uh, on the weekend to do it uh, a couple hours earlier uh, than they had originally planned uh, to get it done. So it really, it really is a, a matter of function. Uh, that they were going to have to do something to play sooner and get done sooner anyway. And how about what you're feeling about, again, it's, it's a necessary thing, but it's certainly a variance from those longstanding, you know, rules about how the Masters is played, the idea of going off both tees, uh, which is something they haven't done unless it's been absolutely necessary. Right, that's not my favorite element of this whole thing. I understand having to do it uh, on the weekend. They did it last year, obviously, because there was supposed to be some weather coming in uh, that might wash out the day. So early on Sunday, they went off split tees, and they've done it weather-induced in the past on the weekends. They've never done it on Friday or Thursday and Friday. So those first two rounds, I think it's an abundance of caution, really. Mm. It could possibly have been done, everybody going off one if they, they teed off immediately uh, after the sun came up in the morning uh, and they got good weather. Uh, I think it's a, a, somewhat of a precaution to make sure that they don't have any issues, uh, especially because they need to finish early on the weekends. They don't have that built-in uh, safety gap uh, of, okay, we can just finish the rounds on Saturday morning. Uh, and Sunday morning when we had fewer people uh, going in the afternoon. So they, they just needed to do it sooner. I wouldn't um, want to have to go off 10 uh, at 7.30 in the morning. 
uh, in no. November, though. Uh-uh. First, your first shot is trying to hit down that ski slope and keep it somewhere between the trees. And then Amen Corner, right off the yeah. bat. Yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Um, if my memory serves me correctly, uh, the television schedule that was announced is going to give those of us who are watching on TV um, a little extra Masters. Don't I remember coming on like at 3.30 or 4, and then it was done, I don't know, 6.30, something like that, and now it's from 1 to 5 or 5.30. There's been a little more wrong. There's been a little more creep into a longer broadcast window in recent years. In general, you're going to, they would pick up the start of the final round before the leaders would tee off. So you would generally get that whole final round. It's not like the old days where you didn't pick up the leaders until they made the turn on yeah. Sunday. Uh, and they always used to say they wanted to keep the front side uh, for the patrons uh, to enjoy. And it was sort of a mystery. The, to the world, that's not no longer the case anymore, and it's nice to see uh, they don't need they don't need or want to do the wall to wall coverage like you saw at the U.S. Open at Wingfoot, where I pr- pretty much saw every shot that was played this year on yeah. television. And uh, but they do offer the opportunity to see every single shot online on their digital uh, by every player. Uh, so uh, and that was the thing that was best received from the news this week was their digital uh, uh, way of creating your own favorite group. They call it my group. Uh, and you can pick your own favorite players and basically see every shot that, of the people that you want to see uh, online. It's going to be a big thing for the online gaming people. Yeah. Um, it's funny you say that because next week's show I'm going to have uh, a guy who knows a little bit about um, – gaming and um, uh, wagering for entertainment purposes only. He's going to join me and and going to offer up some interesting wagers uh, on the Masters uh, a a week from next week. Anyway, Scott, as usual, the the time goes way too quickly. Um, last, Last point, we know that these things have to be because of the circumstances. Um, do you see this as kind of a demarcation line is too strong, but do you see this as maybe a jump-off point for the future where they might open up a little more in terms of coverage and, and how they do things, or do you think they will, they'll go right back as soon as possible to the Masters as we know it? Well, I think uh, the television coverage is not going to change appreciably in the coming years. They like the way the show looks on television, and that's always how they kind of refer to it as the show. They they want they want it to be produced in that same way the Masters has always been produced. It's the digital element that I think you'll see uh, expanded and enhanced, and they like drawing people into those different uh, markets and opportunities. So, so they they're really ahead of the curve um, from the PGA Tour in that respect with their digital coverage, and it's really nice to see. And I think people are excited about that. 
they're going to offer enough that there's not going to be any any reason to complain about what yeah. you get coming out of Augusta. Yeah. Well, Scott, thank you. I appreciate you uh, coming on and giving us your your perspective and your knowledge. Um, I will hope that we will talk in a couple weeks uh, before round three of the Masters gets going, and um, I'll certainly look forward to that. Uh, thanks again for coming on. Thanks, Mike. We'll talk to you soon. That's Scott Michaud from Augusta. Uh, he's been covering the Masters for a long time, and um, he knows what's going on as much as anybody can know uh, with the Masters. All right, it's time for our next break. You're listening to The Golf Show on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. 